Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. Uh, we're continuing our examination in the Scripture from the book of Ephesians, and yet we haven't been in Ephesians lately <laughs> because we've been over in the book of Acts seeing what happened when the gospel came to Ephesus, came to that region of Asia. And in the last episode, we saw that the power of God was moving through Paul in such a way that uh, other people are actually trying to emulate it. Remember the seven sons of Sceva? That's what we saw last time. These were uh, Jewish exorcists. And they had come in, and they would go about, and they would say, uh, we adjure you by Jesus whom Paul preaches, you know, that come out. And so they'd been doing this. Well, they did it to one particular individual, and the spirit within that guy says, you know what? I recognize Jesus. I know who Jesus is. And then he said, I know about Paul. I've heard about Paul, okay? But who are you? And then that evil spirit jumps on those seven men, it literally says leaps on them, subdued them, overpowered them, and sent them out of the house naked and wounded. Don't you know that was a sight? This became known, the Scripture tells us, by uh, among the Jews and the Greeks who lived in Ephesus. So this occurred in Ephesus, and the whole region knew about it. And fear fell upon them, and they glorified the name of Jesus. Now watch what happens here, Okay. Verse 17 tells us that the name of the Lord Jesus was being magnified. Acts 19, verse 18 says this, Many also of those who had believed kept coming, <clears throat> confessing, and disclosing their practices. Well, what practices were they doing? Well, he's about to give us a major hint, about to tell us about some of them. But just think about this for a moment. These are ones who are believers. They had believed the gospel message. But then they realized, wait a minute, we believe, but it says they kept coming, confessing and disclosing their practices. When they heard what happened with that demon-possessed man to the sons of Sceva, when they heard what was going on in uh, the power of the Spirit moving through Paul, when you hear of that type of thing, it brings forth a desire among believers to truly confess and to uh, disclose their practices. In other words, repent of things and let folks know. Watch what they said in verse 19. And many of those who practiced magic brought their books together and began burning them in the sight of everyone. And they counted up the price of them and found it 50,000 pieces of silver. <coughs> 50,000 silver, uh, silver coins. A vast amount of money, folks. A vast amount of money. When they were confessing their practices, when they were disclosing these practices and confessing their sins, not only did they do it with their mouth, they did it in the deeds. They brought the very magic books that they'd had, and they burned them in front of everybody. They didn't go and sell them and take the money from it and go build a church building or cover a debt or something like that. No, they literally burned them in front of everybody. Well, why in front of everybody? Well, they had practiced their magic in front of everybody. And so when they were practicing these magical arts, 
they come now and say, no, there is a far more excellent way than this. And they burn these books and with no consideration of the expense of it, no consideration of the possibility of profiting off of it. They burned the books. This was not uh, mandated by the Lord. This was not mandated or initiated by Paul. This was the Spirit of the Lord moving upon these people. And they say, we don't want to have anything to do with this. We want to destroy this stuff. Well, the account continues, verse 20. So the word of the Lord was growing mightily and prevailing. See, when the people of the Lord, when they come and they confess, when they disclose to one another their uh, sinful practices, that doesn't mean that you have to stand up in front of the whole church, you know, that kind of thing. Nothing like that. No, not at all. There might be a need for that from time to time. But the idea being that we need one another to walk in holiness and in righteousness. When they boldly burn their books in front of everybody and say, we don't, we don't want to even think about taking the money from these things because they could have made a lot of money off this. This reveals something to the people. And the word of the Lord was growing mightily and was prevailing. Prevailing. Okay? It, that means to be strong, to have power. Well, strong against what? Power over what? <coughs> the, the, the deeds of darkness. Now, watch what happens here. Verse 21. Now, after these things were finished, Paul purposed in the spirit to go to Jerusalem after he had passed through Macedonia and Achaia, saying, after I've been there, I must also see Rome. So uh, it says here, he purposed in the spirit. ESV says he resolved in the spirit. What does the King James say here? Purposed in the spirit, okay? Uh, the spirit of the Lord was moving upon Paul and giving him some insight. And Paul knew that he was going to go to Jerusalem, that he's supposed to go to Jerusalem. And he sort of have a bit of itinerary, uh, itinerary right here. He was going to go through Macedonia and Achaia first, then go to Jerusalem. And then he says, I must also see Rome. He knew that Rome was going to come after that. He likely did not know at this moment right here how that was going to come about. Okay, But watch what happens right here. And then we'll be done with the day. We'll pick it up again because the story continues, folks. It's not over for Ephesus yet. Verse 22. And having sent into Macedonia two of those who ministered to him, Timothy and Erastus, he himself stayed in Asia for a while. So Paul knew by the Holy Spirit what the next big step was going to be, okay, that they were going to be going into Macedonia. And he knew that ultimately he's going to wind up in Jerusalem, and he knew from Jerusalem that he needed to go to Rome. Logistically, how that was going to happen, he had no idea. But he had people that were with him that ministered to him. They were his helpers, okay, assisting him. And Timothy and Erastus were two of them. He sent them ahead to Macedonia. Okay, He sent them ahead to Macedonia. And he stayed a while in Asia, which is Asia Minor, Ephesus, that area. Well, I wonder why he did that. Well, let me read the next verse. And this is going to set us up for another account here, which we'll look at tomorrow. Verse 23 of Acts 19. About that time, okay, it's about the time that Paul's hanging out here, still staying here. About that time, there occurred no small disturbance concerning the way. And remember, those who believed were called those of the way. Okay, that's what they it was called, the way. There's actually a perversion of the gospel uh, that was quite prevalent on college campuses in recent years called the way. 
But something happened right here. Something has occurred, and it is not a small disturbance. It is a huge disturbance. And uh, we'll look to see what it is tomorrow, okay, because the Scripture gives us details all over the way about this. In the meantime, a couple things for us to take away right here. If we will do what the Lord tells us to do, if we'll confess, and if we will not function within our undisclosed practices, if we reject that, the Lord will grow mightily and prevail within us, and the Lord will reveal to us by His Spirit, in the same way He did to Paul, what He has purposed for us to do. It's an entirely different way of looking at the kingdom, folks. It's an entirely different way of living the kingdom from uh, what most of us have experienced day in and day out. Oh, well, my time's up now. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time, and I'll see you again next time.